Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. Hey, you can find us online at StayOnTargetPodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about physical games versus digital games. Physical versus digital. And is like, is there a world in which one of them disappears? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> is that yes, definitely? There's a world in which one of them disappears, or is that you know, yeah, the definitely that's what we're talking oh, about. Oh no, that that's definitely what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll answer the other question, right? Right. You know, in the main segment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, John, before we get into that, uh, what have you been up to this week? Oh man, so this week uh, I've been playing way more Tears of the Kingdom. I I now have like done one of the dungeons, quote-unquote, and uh, with, like, whatever you would call that. I The game is is awesome, and it is it guides you a little bit more, I feel like, than, than Breath of the Wild does, and definitely has different vibes where, like, you know, like, Breath of the Wild, like, you're just kind of, like, set free in the world, and it's, like, very vacant, and, like, you're, like, kind of the only person that really exists in that world except for, you know, the people at the stables occasionally. It's, like, whenever you run into a person... In Breath of the Wild, you're like, oh, a person. I'm shocked, you know. Um, this game is not like that. Like, you run into people all the time. Like, and there's other people who are, like, investigating the same things that you're investigating. And so you're, like, you know, bumping into the same people, like, in in uh, different locations that are, uh, that are saying, like, there's, there's lots of uh, kind of quest lines and, like, things where I'm like, man, I hope I run into this person again. And then I run into them again a little bit later. Um, and it's super fun. Uh, I'm, I'm still loving it, dude. It's, it's a, it's a blast. Again, like I said, it's a little bit more guided. I feel like than uh, than breath of the wild was, I mean, you still have a choice about where to go, but they really, really want you to go to one spot specifically first. Um, and I am glad that I did listen to that. You know how, like sometimes in video games, like where they're like, make sure you go to this one spot. Like it's basically, I, I just it, promptly ignore that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And try to do everything but that first. Well, I, I, I decided not to do that, and I, that's my recommendation. Just go where they tell you to go. Like initially, <laughs> go to the, go to the one of. The, they give you like some choices where they're like, oh, here, let me mark these sp- spots on your map. Uh, you can go investigate any of them. But boy, this other one, like th- this one's particular one, seems real interesting. Go to that one. Go to the one that they kind of like lead you to first. Um, because it's uh, it, there's a lot of stuff up there. It kicks off a lot of good quest lines and kicks off a lot of cool stuff going on uh, in that region. And then uh, you follow it along to the other places. Anyway, it's it's so fun, dude. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom is awesome. Um, That's awesome. I've also been playing. There's a game that hit Game Pass uh, called Planet of Lana. And this is a game that like they uh, the Xbox had on their um, showcase like two summers ago. Uh, in one of their showcases, and you're it's it's a uh, side-scrolling puzzle platformer. Um, v- feels very like inside esque, but it's 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 a uh, really colorful, uh, pretty version of that where you play as a as a uh, a little kid um, who like encounters like these these like alien ships or robot ships dropping from the sky and kicks off like the the whole journey um there i'm i'm getting closer to the end like i, I feel like i'm i'm maybe two or three levels from the end 
And so far it has been really good. Um, nothing like, nothing like really like mind bendy or mind breaky. Like I haven't been stuck for long at any points or anything like that. Um, which is why I feel like it's, it's very similar, more similar to like inside to me. Cause I, I never really got stuck on inside. It was just like, Oh yeah, I, I kind of see what has to happen here. And you experiment a little bit and you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Now I have to do this thing. Um, so it's really fun. It's a game that I feel like would be right up your alley, Chris. Um, oh. not maybe because like inside and limbo were both really like that dark tone. Um, this is not like a dark tone necessarily. Um, this is, this is more like, Hey, there's bright colors and it's, you know, it's a lush green levels to begin with and everything. So, um, it is still visually very stunning and it's got really cool music and really cool vibes, um, with the sound design and everything. So, um, but planet of Lana is what I've been playing this week. In addition to, uh, Nice. Tears of the Kingdom. What have you been up to, Chris? Oh, man. Uh, I really haven't been up to a ton. Um, just been watching some baseball. Um, Dude, you know, baseball. Still, still watching back through uh, Jag, Seinfeld, um, the uh, Bob's Burgers, the end of the, the spring season. Um, the only thing I, I like that's kind of new is I started, the, I watched the first episode of uh, Barry. It's on uh, HBO, or no, it's on Max now. Oh my gosh, Chris! Um, no, just call uh, it HBO yeah. Max. It's fine. Yeah, it is. It's it is. Fine. It was, yeah, let's just, it's let's on just HBO. completely ignore <laughs> ignore their nonsense renaming. But yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, it's it's on HBO Max. <laughs> so it's on HBO Max um, or or Max, uh, and um, uh, I I like it so far. It's Bill Hader. He's a he's a hitman. Um, it's, it's kind of a dark comedy, but he's basically he's a hitman. He gets sent on a job. Um, he's wrestling with feelings of not wanting to become a to, to be a hitman anymore, but because he he gets sent to on a job out in L.A., he goes out there, accidentally ends up in a in a uh, acting class, and uh, decides that he his real passion is acting, but he's still a hitman. So um, it's very intriguing so far. I've heard good things. They're on the last season, I think, or something like that. They just released the last season. Um, that's kind of how it floated to the top of the suggested, you know, things. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm watching through that. I uh, I'm excited about it. There's actually a ton of stuff now. Like I went through Max because like every, not everything transferred over from from HBO Max. Right. Yeah, they took that opportunity to like just quietly remove a bunch of stuff. Yeah. In a, you know, in addition to the stuff they removed like earlier in the year, straight up just from HBO, you know. Yeah, so I kind of like went through and um, like added things back to my queue and stuff like that. Uh, I um, I don't know how I, how I necessarily feel overall. It does feel like I do, I like I like the overall general idea of some of it. Like they have all the different. Um, brands associated with them listed so there's like or 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 uh i don't know what they, they don't call them brands they call them like but it's like dc um yeah harry potter properties. Yeah. yeah well yes but then there's hbo and then there's discovery and tlc and so they've broken everything out that used to be in like discovery plus into like that where like their source i guess and then there's gotcha. like max originals and stuff like that um in there and so you can, it's actually really easy to see like the content that was stre- streaming that like is original stuff on there. But like, there's just like, I mean, when you, you can, it's, they, they removed a ton of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's super, still super confusing to me. But um, anyway, I mean, 
I, you know, I'm not going to make it through half of it. Here's the thing that, that uh, man, maybe this was on here before. You can, you, you can probably tell me um, that I just wasn't aware of is like, or maybe it was in Discovery, but all the Cartoon Network Adult Swim stuff. Um, so like we're talking old school Samurai Jack and um, uh, that Dexter's, was all on there pretty much before um, Dexter's Lab. Was that all on HBO Max? Before? Yeah, that was on HBO Max because yeah. that's a Warner Brothers property. And so whenever, um, whenever ah, that, yeah. that merged in, folded in, like it all, it all was on there. Because that's like that's why like it was really appealing um, for a lot of the like Cartoon Network uh, for animation people, like for animation fans. Um, HBO Max was like the jam because like they yeah. were like we're gonna put all the stuff on there, all the Batman, all the you know all the our Cartoon Network stuff, like everything, and uh, and you know obviously it's not all in there anymore, uh, right? <laughs> but uh, it was for a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, all that I'm I'm glad all that that's in there, and I'm glad that some of it like or the majority of it probably uh, transferred over and everything. Yeah, there's like um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie's on there. Dude, and that's, that's so cool. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of cool stuff like that. So, um, you know. Um, the uh, the thing about that app, I do think that it slightly, it buffers better slightly um, than uh, the, the previous app. So, like, there's that. Like, <laughs> obviously, they could have, like, updated the behind the scenes, like, buffering or whatever, like, on the, on the other app. But I do think this app does, like, potentially, beha- like, like play better, like playback better. Yeah. The um, buffering was terrible on the old app. It really was. It really was like, it would take so long to actually like pop into like full quality. And, uh, and this one is, is much faster to pop into full quality. So agreed. Um, but yeah, the blue throws me off though, because I, I, I launched the app and I go, wait, am I on Disney? Plus? Oh no, it's, this is right. I'm right. I'm right. You know? So like, it's, it's been like a second guessing <laughs> situation every time I launch that app. Yeah. Um, well, cool dude. That's awesome. I, uh, I need to like peruse. I did. Did you have to add back all of your whole like watch no, list or whatever? That's what was weird. Some of it was there, but some of it wasn't. And like uh, some things like that I've watched like the end of season two of flight attendant mm-hmm. uh don't show up as watched so i you know who knows strange like yeah and that's the thing like i because I, I i had added a bunch of stuff where it's like oh yeah i'm gonna add this movie and that thing and this thing and that and so like i'm hoping that that all carried over because i just i kind of assumed that like okay well it'll carry over and then if it's not in my list they just removed it like i just assumed that it's gone but i guess that's not a, right a well good they assumption. said they said they would like everything would carry over but it didn't like in actuality, it didn't happen. Right. I think exactly as it's supposed to. I do think that also, like they did say at one point, like it wasn't going to be like a separate app. It was like, oh yeah, it's just going to update and it'll be the, you know, it'll be the new name and stuff. But it literally was a separate download on all my devices. So, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which I, so I was like, I was like, huh, that didn't work out how you how you presented it to me. No, no. Um, so man, wild wild times we live in with with the uh, digital streaming and digital things like that. Yeah. Um. Well, in that case, Chris, I think it's time for the news. Uh, the news, John. That we don't have like this isn't crazy news, but um, there are some new Lego sets. Yes. Out. Um, so if you're a fan of Pac-Man, there's yeah. a new Pac-Man Lego set that it's uh, kind of like if you remember the um, the Mario Lego set from uh, maybe last year or the year before. Um, yeah, where it was yeah. like the TV, and he actually moved around the screen. And yep, it was like, like an NES too, wasn't it? It was like uh-huh. a TV and an NES. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they were they both in the same set or were they separate? Mm, good I question. Can't exactly. I don't remember exactly. 
Um, but it's kind of like that where like you can you can move around like Pac-Man around and the ghosts move around um, the uh, the screen and uh, I think there are sounds um, and so it's kind of cool like that. I mean, if you're a Lego set collector, you know this is another one of those set here. Let me pull it up um, because it's expensive. Uh, this is another one of those sets where it's like you know this is definitely like made for like adults. This is not you know. Kids might have fun with it, but this is more for like uh, uh, you're putting this as a uh, conversation piece in your home or something like that, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, Pac-Man is one of the games that like you know really you know like really really young kids can play. <laughs> like, kids' first game is probably uh is is like Pac-Man. Oh well, yeah, but is, what is I'm saying is like there's it. not like you know there's limited you know if you're if you're wanting to use your imagination <laughs> yeah, and do things right. with this you're right, this is you're not right. for a child to play with yeah know? i mean this it's not like, like the like not like the the haunted ghost house or the castles and things like that you know right yeah 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 i got gotcha. uh this is uh $269.99 so cool. it's it's, uh, it's pricey they yeah. also have brand new um uh lord of the rings lego sets that are out so there's a rivendell um, set that's pretty freaking sweet. That Rivendell set is really nice, man. I know, I know. And, I mean, and that, it, like, it just makes me like, it makes me want it. Yeah, dude. And like, it it also like makes me want to watch the movies again. <laughs> I know. Well, like, well, I think it's and maybe it's because I uh, just watched Return of the King. Um, that makes me like, uh, you know, just like super like attracted to this right now. Um, but let's see here. Okay, so Lego, Lord of the Rings. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at Lego.com under Lego Lord of the Rings set. And it's Rivendell. It's five hundred dollars, John. Dude, it's so expensive. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so it's, expensive. It's pretty nuts. Um, but it's huge. I mean, there's like, uh, and it comes with Frodo. It comes with the whole, whole, whole. Uh, um. What what, they, what do they call themselves? The Fellowship. Yeah, the Fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frodo, Bilbo, Boromir, Elrond, Arwen, uh, Aragorn, Gimli, uh, Merry and pa- uh, Pippin, Gandalf, Sam, Legolas. They're all there. Um, and it's one of the. It looks it looks like it says this is a. It's one of the top ten big old, biggest Lego sets ever. It's amazing. Um, here are the top ten. <laughs> uh there's a lego art world map there's a okay, lego cool. lego eiffel tower that's the size of a person it looks like yeah yeah i've 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 seen pictures of that the one. lego titanic the lego coliseum the uh obviously the millennium falcon yeah the, that big millennium falcon is nice which, that's dude huge, i would dude i know i want it so bad that's one of the things like oh my gosh that's the funny thing is i i also don't think that i have a shelf that could fit that lego uh millennium falcon really i mean i would have to like put it in like a shadow box and like hang it on the wall or yeah, something or, you know or you'd like, have to like tip it like where it's like it's banking yeah. or something like that like you, uh-huh. you'd have to do something like and that like mount it, it. yeah I, I wouldn't want it to get like if i'm displaying it i wouldn't want it to get dusty because that just looks bad you know, so like I would need need to display it somehow. Like in the picture here, they have it like displayed in like a display case, which is probably what I would want to do. Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars ATAT, uh, and then the Razor Crest, nice, and Lord of the Rings Rivendell. Interesting. I, I oh, and, you know, and I, then Lego Ninjago City Markets. That's pretty crazy. 
That's coming that is, soon. That's wild. Yeah, Hogwarts yeah. Hogwarts Castle. This seems I like guess this is like, more than 10. I guess like the the Razor Crest, I didn't realize that that was as big as it must be. Yeah. Um, unless the pieces are just tiny. <laughs> I'm looking at it and it look I mean, when, when this guy's holding it, I mean, it's the size like if you're holding it it's it's probably like the the width of your shoulders. Interesting. The of it is. Interesting. Cool. I mean, that's pretty big. That's way bigger yeah. than I I thought. Like if I yeah, that's way bigger than which I thought one, the Razor Crest would be. Which one do you think is the most expensive? Uh, I mean, I, I would just due to inflation, whatever the most recent one is. <laughs> so this the Rivendell, you know. No, Rivendell uh, is four ninety nine. The most most expensive is there's two of them tied: the ATAT and Millennium Falcon. Ah, uh, I guess that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, how much demand on those would be way high? So. How much you would you think that they are? Uh, if I remember right, the uh, the Millennium Falcon's gotta be what is it like seven ninety nine? Very close, eight fifty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, it's a chunk of change, dude. It's so much. It's so much. It's almost like it's you, can, you could you could buy <laughs> three switches for that oh, amount. Yeah, you could buy a lot of things for almost because <laughs> once you get so, tax on there, so like you're adding on at least another like eighty oh. bucks or or you know like probably ninety for tax. Yeah, eighty ninety. Um, so what is that? That's over. That's nine, probably nine thirty ish. So much. And then if you <laughs> if if you buy it, I'm sure they've got to offer free shipping at that point. But if you buy, say you buy it and then you, you have to ship it, I mean you're you could hit a grand yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Insane. It's, it's a lot. That's a lot, man. Yeah. Um. And then like just like you know, think about the shelf space. Uh. That you know, the th- all these are are occupying too. You know, it's like I you know. gotta have you gotta have the space. You know, you might have to buy a whole yeah. new shelf. Might have yeah. to buy like new bookshelf. You know, it's for oh, it. I mean, hundred percent display uh, yeah, case something because they're not like they're not they're not conveniently shaped. No, no. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> yeah, or like the seen... Eiffel Tower. Where are you putting that thing? Yeah, it's freaking tall. <laughs> I mean, on the floor. Where That's that? where you put that on thing. On the floor in the corner. Yeah, it's gonna take up a whole corner. Yeah, like you're or gonna a, have to like you're gonna have to like get rid of your, your, of of your standing stand like something? your floor lamp, and you're gonna have to get like mounted lamp on the wall. Good you know, night. and put it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's huge man. Yep. Uh, all right. So last question. Um, is there any Lego set you got your eye on right now? Uh, I mean, no, not, not in particular. I do think though, if they came out with a Dreamcast set, mm. I probably would, would, yeah. would really, I, I would, I would really have to consider it. <laughs> I mean, anything, I got the Sonic the Hedgehog set. I'm trying, let me, let me yeah. see. Like, do they have any other Sonic, Sonic? Cause like the, the Dreamcast, like it, it Almost anything that is Dreamcast because it, it was such a niche console at the Ooh. time. Wait, John. Okay, so I got Sonic the Hedgehog Green Hill Zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the also Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic's Green Hill Zone Loop Challenge. What the heck is that? Wait, have you? That, you don't have the loop one? I thought that no. was the only one. What do you have? <laughs> no, I have. No, I have. No, they both have a loop. Mine what? is just called Sonic the Hedgehog Green Hill Zone. Here, I'm, okay. I'll send it to you here. Yeah. Um, and that's what I have. I didn't know this other one. What's the existed. other one? Then? Here, let me I'll send them both to you. Yeah. Let me choose two seconds. And then there's a third thing as after I get done sending these to you. There's a third thing. Or I'll just need the search. Why do I do that? Search results so you can see all three of them. 
Um, okay, so there's Green Hill Zone, which is what I have. Yep, yep. Then there's okay. Sonic's Green Hill Zone Loop Challenge. What is this? I want to say it I've only like seen a, the Loop Challenge. Looks like there's a ball that like goes around this loop and it goes through a hoop. Yeah, I've only it's, seen the Loop it's Challenge. It's kind of like I shooter think. thing. I kind of don't know that I want it, but I do like the Robotnik in it. I kind of want it now. I like him better than the the Robotnik in the other, the other one because this yeah, one looks yeah, more yeah. real. Why would they do that? To the you know if they have okay. Oh, the, oh, this loop challenge is coming soon, August twenty twenty three. Well, it looks so. What, it's look, brand new. It's going to be brand like new. I'll be, the, uh, yeah. yeah. And then there's going to be Tails Workshop and Tornado Plane. That's pretty. That's cool. cool. That's, That's a coming cool soon. One. That's going to be awesome. Sonic's Speed Sphere Challenge. That's a, a smaller so that's that's kind of like an if you want a if you want a, a Sonic set that's going to be like an entry level Sonic set at about thirty five dollars. Nice. That's then cool. there's Amy's Rescue Island. What? Amy's Rescue. It's yeah, it's on there too. Dude, I'm. I mean, they're they're it's, doubling it's down on the Sonics, Chris. Amy and Tails with a bunch of like uh, animals. I really do doubt that we'll ever come out with a uh, a Dreamcast uh, set, though. I mean, I don't think people are as, as like nostalgic about the Dreamcast as they are Nintendo, right. and they haven't come out with a they haven't come out with like a Sega Genesis set, you know. Yeah. But then again, they don't have like just well, I guess with Sonic, I guess they have a deal with Sega. Who knows, dude? Yeah. But, uh, I I want these. Okay, so that one's coming out. The the uh, trying to see if these are all coming out in August. If so, that is a problem. Dude, that that would be a, a pretty big problem. Yeah, there's the Sonic Speed Sphere Challenge. That has like the bumper. I like the bumper on that one. Has Sonic yep. with his little chili dog and the uh and the relaxing on the beach with the uh oh, the bird. Man. These are all coming out August first, man. Oh Chris. To... Oh no. Shell out some cash. Dude, Tails Workshop and Tornado Plane is a really I know cool that one's one. pretty cool. I like I that, like that. A lot. I like the new Robotnik. That's a good call. Um Sonic looks different too. It looks better. I think all these look better. Yeah, I think that also the minifigs themselves, like the Tails face, like the head yeah. and Sonic head and Amy head, all look really, really nice now. I, I, initially, on that in, initial one, um, they look a little, a little strange to me. Yeah, uh, a little lifeless, I guess, is like kind of what I'm, you know, which obviously because they're plastic, you know, but. right. <laughs> Well, but they don't have as much personality. That's where I'm. That's what I'm saying. Um, whereas the newer ones like seem to have more personality. Like Sonic is winking in one or whatever, and he's you know. Yep. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's super cool. I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. But yeah, I think if they came out with a Dreamcast, if they came out with like a, one of those Dreamcast ones where with the you know moving parts like whatever, I, I, I would, it would be, I would, I would very much have to sit down and be like, all right. Do I consider yeah, this? Do, aside, do I consider saving up the five hundred some odd dollars that it will definitely these, be? Aside from these Sonic ones, like the the sets that I still need to get that I I would love to have um, are uh, the Atari, the That's cool. uh, the Friends. So I have the Friends Central Perk set. I want the Friends Apartment set. Still haven't picked that up. Mm. Um, and there's one more. Why am I blanking on the one more? Because yeah, yeah, the apartment set. You have the coffee shop, right? I have the coffee shop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's one more set that I always think about. What is happening? Oh, Seinfeld? the Millennium Falcon. No, oh, the Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, dude, yeah. the Millennium Falcon one is huge. That's, yeah. that's, that's wild. Um, 
Cool, dude. Yeah, I mean, they, they look pretty awesome. They look pretty sweet. Um, and uh, they, they do a really good job of, of, of integrating, like, a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of, like, fun fun things into those types of sets for the people who, like, love those properties and everything. So um, that's always fun. Um, the last piece of news, though, Chris, I wanted to give everybody, you know, a shout. One of my favorite games from PlayStation 5 is now on Xbox and on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass... You should download and play the game Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Um, I think I talked about it in a pick of the week at some point. It's really fun. It's really a uh, like an adventure game where you kind of walk across the world and follow the story. Zelda-esque, but with a paintbrush. Every, everything is like a painting thing where you move the, the right stick to paint and you move the left stick to walk your character around in a uh, top-down kind of a view. And, so, uh, and the different tools that they give you to paint with allow you to like really color the whole entire world and the whole entire map um in like a uh, you know a coloring book style um in a really cool way and very quickly uh, in each screen so um the way i always did it was i would like walk onto the you know a screen paint the screen real quick and then you know do the do the the different puzzles and things like that on the screens um and that way like you know where you've been and you can kind of identify the different areas of the map based on the the color scheme that they present to you because they give you like a color palette of like five colors per or four, four colors, four or five colors per area, um, which is cool. So it's a blast. Uh, Chicory, a colorful tale. Music is also fantastic um, in it. Um, one of my favorite soundtracks as well. I, I listen to that thing without uh, playing the game. Um, so yeah, it's a good one. Chicory, a colorful tale. Uh, Linaran did the uh, soundtrack for it. This is the same composer as uh, she did the Celeste uh, soundtrack. And uh, so, yeah, it's a blast. It's a really fun game. It's awesome. And that's the news. All right, John. Um, main segment uh, is kind of another piece of news. So uh, Alan Wake 2 that's coming out here uh, in July. Yeah. Uh, is, is not well, actually, no, a- is that coming out? It's coming out later than that, right? It's coming out uh, like th- spooky season, right? I don't know. Fall? I thought it was. I don't know. Oh, Give man. I'm going to find out. I'll yeah. find out. I thought it was coming out real soon. Anyway, uh, it's not getting a physical release. It's um, only getting a digital-only release. And um, that is, uh, they say it's to keep costs for the entire game down below uh, $70. So yeah, on their, frequently, uh, on, their, on their FAQ page, uh, Remedy says, quote, There are many reasons for this. For one, a large number have shifted to digital-only. Uh, you can buy a Sony PlayStation 5 without a disk drive, and a Microsoft Series S is a digital-only console. Um, it's not uncommon to release modern games as digital-only, end quote. Um, they continue by saying that the uh, it helps re- the, not releasing the disk helps keep the price of the game at $60 um, on console and $50 on PC. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, it makes total sense. I mean... I would, I would, and maybe we, there's a there's a way to figure this out, and I just need to do the the research and math. But like, I it makes me wonder how many like sales of games are physical versus digital right now. Like, hmm. I, and and do they skew? Like, if if we're talking like Zelda or like on on a a game that is gifted or something like that, like that hmm. might have, or you're giving to your child, like more likely to buy a physical version rather than a, a digital version. But like, yeah. I mean, I think about every game other than Zelda in the past or like something special that I wanted that I got from like uh, limited run games or something like that. 
Like there's, I haven't bought anything physical in like years other than that kind of stuff, collectible kind of things. And, and I always choose the switch version. Honestly, the only one thing I didn't choose the switch version on, cause I don't know if there was a switch version. Maybe there was, Oh, maybe I did. I think I got a switch version and a PS4 version of Scott Pilgrim. Nice. I don't know why yeah, I did yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. That's but I right. did do that. There was something exclusive yeah. in both of them. But again, those are games that like I they're it's a collector's edition. I want the yeah. like the other stuff. I wouldn't just buy the physical edition of a game. Well, other than Zelda, I did Zelda. There is a funny well, there's well, I, wanted to collect, I wanted I wanted the I wanted the cart. I wanted to collect it. Like, on their FAQ, there's an interesting like third point. So they have three three different kind of like paragraphs here whenever they answer this question. They talk about it being like, okay, well, there's a lot of players that are just digital only anyway. So I like that makes me question like, okay, their last game was Control. I bought that digitally. I'm curious how many people actually bought that digitally versus physically, right? Like they've got to be looking at their numbers being like, it's not that big of a deal, guys. Um, the percentage of, of physical players is very low potentially. Um, and then they, they talk about the price, right? Which makes sense because like if you if you print a disc and ship the disc across the entire world and then, you know, at the end of the day, like you're going to have to eat some of that cost probably for those particular units of shipping them and everything. Um, it is going to drive up the price of everybody's game. Um, but then the third point they have is this. Finally, we did not want to ship a disc product and have it require a download for the game. That's we do not point. think this would make for a great experience either. And I think about like, what was it like a Jedi fallen order? Essentially like all that was on the disc was like, Hey, you own this game and here's a few of the basic things to install. But then it was a hundred and some odd, like 150 gigabytes of a download. And so you're essentially just like the game does not fit on the disc and so you have to download a hundred and some odd gigabytes of a, of a game and so they're saying they're trying to avoid that from an experiential perspective for people where it's like let's just avoid having to have the disc all together or it's like you're going to be downloading this game regardless of whether we send the disc so let's just have it only available for download yeah back to like what's the purpose of having a game on a disc it's it would be for a archival like purposes yeah you know like or uh, you know, some like to give collectors something to collect. So like to the, I think you know, follow, isn't the, isn't is a part of the same article where they're saying like there is you can get the what is that a water bottle or something? Yeah, you can get a thermos. There's a there's like a thermos for the uh, for Alan Wake. Uh, let me see exactly what it is. <laughs> I think it's for like this the town. Um, let me see exactly. But that's my thing. Like I mean, okay, yeah. cool. Then if they're going to offer that separately and people want some kind of like collector's thing for Alan Wake 2, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where like, un again, unless there's a, there's a collectible thing that you want, like, yeah. then there's really no reason for like these kinds of discs. I mean... Yeah, especially if you have to download it anyway. Like if it's like, oh, it, it doesn't. There's nothing on the disc anyway. It's just a piece of plastic that like that tells you, hey, what, what, where to get the download? You know, yeah, <laughs> that you have permission to download this. And that's the thing. Like I think about like with some of the limited run stuff and the and the super rare games or like whatever. Like the, those those publishers that do collectors editions of things, they wait until a game has like all of its DLC out and all, all of the patches. And it's like, this is a verified, like this is the one, right? And so if you buy like the collector's edition at a limited run games, a lot of times you wait a really long time because they want it to have everything you need on the disc without connecting to the internet for, for, 
preservation perspective. Like just, just from a preservation point of view, they're like, we want it all to be on that disc because this is the one time this, this game is going to be able to probably get a physical release. So we want to give everybody everything that is associated with that game content wise on a disc or a cart. Um, whereas like, you know, in this case, the, that like this game is, is, is really big and you know, Jedi Fallen Order, real big games. They just don't fit on Blu-ray discs. They like think about how many Blu-ray discs you'd have to put in there in order to like uh, install the whole game uh, on your hard drive. I don't know. Like I think about like the the Red Dead Redemption Two. What was it like three discs or something like that? It was it was a lot of discs. Oh, uh, and it still required. Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, one. No. Yes. No. Two. You're right. Two. Red Dead Redemption Two had a disc that you installed and then a disc that you put into. To play uh, off of, to right. run the game, yeah. Yep, that's right. Um, that's but like right. N- none of these, I mean, it's still installing stuff. It was just like unlocking it at that point because everything, even yeah. e- this has been happening since the Xbox One, PS4 era. Even if you have a, a game on a disc, you're still installing that entire game on the hard drive. Yeah, it's, like, it's you the can't only reason you put the disc, disc in anymore is for the license, is for the the right. you know, to be like, hey, you have permission to play this. Man, like, and that's, you know, that's the thing is like, okay, I, I love the idea of like having an archival, like preservation of games. Right. But again, if you're going to come out with patches, like the, the, if you buy most AAA games, like day one, like the, what's on the disc is weeks old. Like it's not even the day one patch or anything. So you're going to have to connect to the internet and download it in order for it to even play in the first place. Um, so in my mind, like the best way to do a physical thing for if, if archiving a game and preservation of games is the, the, the priority, you do wait until a, a month or two after release and then like do your physical copies then. And, and at that point, it really truly is a, a collector's item. Like that's, and that's all it is. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's, it's an interesting thought to the, be like, Hey, does the, you know, Physical games are they are they going to be around? Um, I think about Zelda. Probably like Nintendo is is one of the publishers that probably has a lot more on that disc or on that cart than most other publishers. Like they probably it's probably playable on the cart, um, whereas some some publishers will just they don't even worry about it being playable um, whenever you without a day one patch. Um, but the, I also like I've had like three patches since Tears of the Kingdom launched. Like, so those patches are definitely not on the cart, obviously. So I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting thing. I I also lean more digital these days. Like it's just where I'm at. Um, unless I'm doing like a collector's thing, or I I feel like hey yeah I, you know some of my Nintendo games like for the DS or 3DS I bought some of those physically um, because they're just like it's cool to have those physically because you can just collect them and most of them are on the di- most of them are on the cart um where you just plug it and play it regardless of whether or not uh nintendo maintains those you know files on their servers uh but it's also like most of them probably have like most of them have updates like whenever i plug it in it just doesn't automatically play most of the time it, ha- it downloads a quick update um so i don't know it's a it's an interesting thought well more games start doing this I don't, to keep the prices down, like man, that feels like a good reason, right? It does to me, yeah. Yeah, from a consumer perspective, it's like that feels like a pretty good reason. The one thing I will say about this is that, like, from a mindshare perspective, you you called it out, gifting, like 
around the, when the holiday season comes around and people are like in a GameStop, like looking at, oh man, I want to get, you know, I want to get my, uh, you know, my, my niece and nephew or my like, you know, whoever, her grandkid a uh, a game oh they've said they liked that one game let me see if it's here and if this game just doesn't exist on the shelf like if it's not staring somebody in the face or even like if, if a kid goes in there it's not in this game isn't staring them in the face it's like at what level is the the marketing of having a game on a shelf worth the extra you know of the effort to print the the discs right well i mean at some point i mean you see this You'll you'll see Zelda branded Nintendo eShop gift cards. Yeah, you know? yeah like yeah. that's what I think we're gonna start seeing more of. Especially if every game now like is gonna require a download. Like I I think eventually we will we like the physical media will be gone. Like except for collector collector editions. Yeah, and like, I guess I th- the more the more it comes like a PC. Like there's no physical version of PC games anymore. No, I mean, like, and I think games are different than because I think about like um, movies or music. Like CDs have kind of like had a renaissance in the past couple of years, just because people who are nostalgic about CDs for some reason, like, which is weird. You know, I, I get being nostalgic about records or tape because they both have unique sounds. CDs, I'm like, it sounds exactly the same. You got to get those. Real tasty intersample audio. peaks, Chris. It's the yeah. intersample peaks. That's what they, that that you know. That's the that's the flavor of of CD. Um, Terrible D to A converters that give you intersample peaks. And so, like, uh, but but like you can play that off of the actual physical media. You know, like you don't have yep. to do any. You pop it in and it works. That's yeah, you the don't value pop it in of, and there's a download. <laughs> correct. You don't pop in like a DVD. Like we went on a uh, I went on a like a trip with some friends recently and in the the SUV that we were in had a DVD player, you know, so I brought some DVDs and we popped in like super bad. It didn't have to download super bad. Just put in super bad and it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And that's not that's how games difference. are. No, not yeah. at all. Um, the interesting thing to me, like, again, like is with movies, I, I like it's, it's a bummer whenever things don't get physical releases, uh, for, for just archiving and just for like, uh, preservation because like we saw so many things get deleted off of Disney plus or or they're about to be, or they, you know, whatever. And those things just don't exist anymore. Like you couldn't buy them physically. They never were released to to DVD or Blu-ray. They just aren't, they don't exist anymore. And so unless you go, you know, put on your, uh, you know, go, go, go put on your swashbuckling outfit and find it somewhere, um, floating around the internets, the, the, the waters of the internets, you know, take out, take out the Jolly Roger. Um, you just won't be able to watch those things anymore. And so I feel that way about a lot of games where it's, you know, unless someone decides to not only, um, make a copy, uh, of a game, but also make it available, the kernels available or enough people make those kernels available on, you know, pirating sites it's not going to be available places and so if it if things get delisted um and there's you know lots of games get delisted games specifically i think it was the the the, one of the people from limited run games talked about like how basically every licensed game um has like a ticking time limit on it that it will be available on digital platforms 
and so it, those will get delisted. And so he's like, if if there is a physical version of those games, he's like, I always encourage people go ahead and get those games because they're gonna not be available at some point. Um, and we saw that happen with like Scott Pilgrim, and where it's just like for a while there, it was like off of it, you just couldn't get it. Um, because it was a digital only game and then the physical, like there was no physical edition and then it came back. Now that's back and there's a physical version. I have it sitting over my shelf. I have like two copies of it. I also have it, have it digitally on a thing. So like, you know, so like sometimes that happens, but a lot of times like those things just disappear into the, uh, you know, into the collective memory of, of random gaming people, you know? Yeah, dude. Well, that's all we have for this week. We'll be back next week with some uh, some hopefully more gaming news. You can find us online on, at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.